What I want to do is to see if we can get some of you all to change your mind about your standards of church. What you've been doing is, let's say it's okay, but I want you to take a look at how you do it and see are you being pushed to do it that way by the devil or by the spirit of God. Either way you look at it, it's a spirit. No matter what you do, you're in operation, whether you're obeying or disobeying, spirits are involved. Now, in Luke 18 and 1, I want you to see a verse here that is very important. Oh, let me tell you what we're talking about today. Your greatest enemy to prayer. Your greatest enemy to prayer. Now, most of the time, you would say my worst enemy is myself. And you're not wrong in certain portions of it. Next person would say the devil. The next person will say because I allow. Well, you see, you're putting it right back into your court. But what I want you to do is to know that you have the power to stop Satan in every area of your life. But that's just the temporary part of it. What about the devil in somebody you love life? See, there are so many people that's pretty much thrown your hands up in the air over the action of some people you've been praying for. It looked like nothing is moving them. They look like they have their own thoughts about what they are going to do. Some people have been in other religions. And, and, and you see a glimmer of hope coming, but you haven't seen that step of faith. I'm going to show you that God wants you to do one thing. Just one. And he wants you to do it. And when you do it, leave it alone. Now, I know most of us say, well, Pastor Renee, I know what that is. What is it? Oh, you want us to pray. Okay, you want us to pray, but pray what? Pray about what? Pray how, well, how do you want to pray? What are you going to pray about? Got nothing to do with prayer at this time. It has something that you have to do with your words. By your words, are you what? What? And by your words, you're condemned. Woo! And death and life is in the power of the tongue. Now, we're not going to read all of them because it will take us all day to read all of them. But how many times does God and the Bible specify that we ought to pray? We'd be in here all day and all next week seeing that God said you need to pray. All right, if you need to pray, then there must be something going on somewhere that you can't beat with your fists. There must be something going on in your family, in your heart, in the people you love, on your job, that's going on that you can be Mike Tyson or anybody, but you can't beat it. Physically, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, 
We're going to hit that pretty hard today to show you something. Let me, let me give you a little taste of where we are going so that you won't get sidelined at all. You all, I don't know how many people in here remember the, um, the televisions in the 50s and 60s where you had little antennas on top of the, the uh, television and we used to call them rabbit ears. Okay, so I can see some of you all, not, all you young people, y'all don't have no idea what I'm saying. Y'all don't have no idea, but try to hear what I'm saying. Try to hear it so you see where I'm going to be preaching from today. Now, how many times have you, one didn't know what I'm talking about, you went over there and you turned your television on, but you couldn't get a picture. Look, look out now, look out. What did you have to do to get a picture? What, what, let me ask you something. Was the picture already there, the signal? But the signal couldn't come through because the reception was out of place. Woo. So this is what I want you all to understand, that sometimes when you are praying, you are out of place. And I'm going to show you how you can know you're out of place because I'm going to show you some people that were out of place when they prayed. Then I can also go and show you where some people was out of place, out of place, that being not believing, and yet God answered their prayer. So let me say this also before we get into the whole description to the, to the word. How many people believe that Satan is not procreative? Okay, okay, okay. What do I mean by that? That means that he can't go find him a female demon, get her pregnant, and another demon show up. His demons are already here. So, how many of them are here? Meaning that Satan could miss what he's trying to do to you because he don't have enough demons to cover the places in your life. That is why sometimes you can pray right away and you got your answer. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a days this time because we've got scripture on it. But then there's sometimes that take 21 days. Now does, do I mean 21 days? No, because we just got Bible on that, don't we? 21 days. And, and one day he prayed and everything showed right up. Okay. What happened to his prayers during the 21 days he was waiting? Activity in the air, demons in the air, and the most powerfulest angel on earth was fighting against that thing. And he was still held up 21 days. Now, could that devil that was holding him up actually have the power to hold him up? No, because Michael was the most powerful angel of all angels. Now, the one that was holding him up was the most beautiful of all angels. Lucifer, but he was not the most powerful. Now listen carefully. What was holding his prayers up? The scripture in Daniel 10. Now all of this is going to happen, but I want to give you all some groundwork so that when I say something, you won't get up and walk out. Because there's some things that are going to be said, but I got Bible to back it all up. So before you walk out, wait till you get the scripture and see if you can deal with it. So why was his prayers held up 21 days and the other prayer 
was done immediately. The Bible says in Daniel 10, so don't go over that now. The Bible says when he set himself to listen, y'all, a lot of it we didn't, didn't, it was not read right. The Bible once said he set himself to believe, but we're going to show you what else was said. And you're going to see the minute that was done, then his prayers showed up. We got a lot of stuff to tell you guys. And I don't know if I'm even, even touching to the edge of it in this 8 o'clock service. That means you're going to have to, for once in your life, come back to the 11. That's what I was saying earlier. Is there some things in your life that you need to change? Even though there's no sin in it. Even though there's no horror in it. But you need to check yourself closely and see, is something working in my life that don't need to be there? How many people can, can do that for you? Nobody. You have to do that for yourself. And if you don't watch it, Satan won't let you see nothing in it that's wrong. He won't let you see no heaviness in it. And he has that power if you what? Let him. 